Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, hoopheads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Hey, what's up? And welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast, part of the Hoop Heads podcast network. I'm Yoa Lagazzo. I'm joined by McKay Westbrook. And today we'd like to welcome a special guest on the show, Ryan Ward, uh, Lakers reporter and, and writer for LakersDaily.com. Hey, Ryan, welcome to the show. How you guys doing? Good, good, good. Great. Good. Great. What are you talking about? You you, you just were just talking about how, how your power's down. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Do it. <laughs> doing well other than uh power being out in, in california yeah man i heard it's super I'm, I'm here in chicago so i'm used to the you know it's windy city i'm i'm, I'm used to it now um but uh, i i remember just the santa Ana uh, winds when when i used to to live out there just how crazy it, it gets over there oh yeah they've been crazy for the last little while on and off this is probably the like fifth time my my power's gone out in the last couple of months so Oof. getting used to it that's rough yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's rough yeah that's crazy all right well let's 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 uh, get on with the show um i want to eventually get to to breaking down the warriors matchup uh from last night and talk about what went wrong and you know uh what can we learn from that loss but uh but first, I want to talk about what um, Frank Vogel, but mostly what LeBron said, uh, his comments on the officiating last night. And um, Ryan, I I I know um, you're you know you're you're part of those uh, um, you know the, those interviews, um, and and you wrote about this. Uh, uh, I think it was, you published an article today, right, on LakersDaily.com. Um, do you want to help me uh, summarize what uh, what LeBron had uh, said and, and give your thoughts on that? Yeah, he wasn't very happy. Um, <laughs> this tends to happen when everything goes wrong for the Lakers. Uh, LeBron gets pretty pissed off. I mean, I I guess he had a case, but I mean, he's he traveled too. <laughs> like, he did. He did. <laughs> be honest, like. He even looked up at the replay after it happened. I mean, if you didn't see it, then I don't know what the hell he's looking at. But, um, yeah, he just uh, – he vented. And uh, it, it kind of sucked because it took forever for him to talk. Um, I think we were waiting for like 40 minutes for, for after Vogel talked. Because usually – lately it's been like uh, LeBron has been the first guy, like kind of – crazy actually now i mean it's great for us because we you know get done with our stuff and it's because i'm in colorado right now so i'm an hour ahead i mean chicago what is what two hours ahead yeah yeah 
So you know what it's like watching these games, right? Yeah, dude, it's late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it ends really late. So then you add another 40 minutes on top of that, and then him Jeez. talking, and then AD talking, and then whoever else they decide uh, should talk to us. Um, but yeah, he was he was uh, he was pretty grumpy. Uh, he was pretty pissed off, and I mean, it's probably more so just because Draymond got away with a really bad travel, <laughs> like right after. Um, but uh, it's I think just the, the frustration of of how it all fell apart in that game. Like, I mean, if you turned it off at the first half, you'd be like, okay, yeah, they're gonna cruise, and they're just gonna win another game. and can't wait for Thursday, kind of thing, you know. But it just didn't happen that way, and. It, I feel like it's kind of a, a bit of a trend with these guys, uh, especially at home for some reason. Um, but they they just they kind of tend to play down to their competition, you know. And I think Warriors are better than people gave them credit for. I mean, I even bashed them that first, you know, the first game of the season sure. where the Nets destroyed them. But uh, um, they're, they're not as bad as we thought, I don't think. Um, I think maybe Draymond's got a lot to do with that. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah, LeBron was 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 not happy, and he made that pretty clear um, after the game. But I don't know what he was getting all bent out of shape for. It's like, yeah, you made a mistake, man. That's all. Just, just move on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I know that the NBA um, confirmed, uh, you know, the traveling call on LeBron that it was a correct call. Um, and that they did admit, though, that uh, uh, they did miss that one on Draymond um, that the Lakers were so upset about, and the, obviously LeBron was so upset about. So that yeah. was uh, it's pretty uh, bad. It, yeah, yeah, it was. And it's it, not like there was a ton of guys in the paint to cover up his feet or, or anything to where you couldn't see it sure. from the angle. It was like you could see that from the three hundred section, right? <laughs> like no problem. <laughs> but right. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, it. But the thing is, guys like LeBron, um, who complain to the refs constantly, mm. sometimes they may just be like, you know what, screw you, LeBron. <laughs> like, you know, that's true. I'm calling, I'm calling you for everything because you just don't shut up. Um, so it, it could be like that. I mean, Kobe got a lot of that stuff too back in the day because um, he complained on every call too. But. Uh, that just happens. This is basketball, I guess. I mean, that's superstar treatment, and when you don't get it, you get pissed. So, yeah, I, I kind of feel like uh, that. That's just the nature of of the NBA player, and not just the NBA player, but uh, a lot of athletes in general. You see a lot of the same thing in in soccer. They always try to plead their case, and um, <laughs> you know, work work on the refs that that can be swayed and. Um, try and get that that preferential treatment um it's it's going to go that way sometimes um obviously you're going to be frustrated about a call when the game is so close and you know one call can can mean the difference um especially in this game when when it comes down to literally a single possession um but i i think you're absolutely right in in situations like these, you got to be able to take a little bit of accountability. Um, you know, LeBron had five turnovers on the night. He had a negative nine plus minus rating. Um, he didn't shoot particularly well tonight or sorry, last night. And, uh, you know, the, those are just kind of the, the consequences of the game. When you take your foot off the pedal in in the last quarter, that that's what's going to happen. You know, we, we had no excuse. We were up by 19 at one point in the game and um, just let it slip. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, for me uh, on, on this, the, the officiating, right. I think whether LeBron has a point or not, um, I think that uh, the game was, you know, I think it was still a winnable game by the Lakers from that point on. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I, I would like, to have more more consistency, right, in in these travel calls, but you know I, this team, this team who 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 blew out for, uh, you know, uh, the the teams uh, uh, four teams in a, in a row, right, uh, right before uh, yesterday's game, 
I, I don't think she, they should have been in a position where this missed travel call should have mattered at all. Um, we should have been up double digits. But again, like I, 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 I do agree with 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 Ryan that the Warriors, um, you know, they're a good team. You know, they they may not win the championship this year, but they're still a good team. They have Steph Curry and and they have Draymond there to. Um, uh, be uh, that guy who who sort of guides the other players and helps the uh, the other players out perform to another level that they they wouldn't have if 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 he wasn't there. Um, but um, you know I, I'll save the rest of my comments for after the break because you know I, I want to get more into to what went wrong in the game and what the Lakers uh, can learn from this game. Um, so uh, let, let's go ahead and, and take a break though. And when we come back, we'll talk about that. Uh, So stay tuned, guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, Hoopheads, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Hashtag Lakers. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network including Cavalier Central, Risen Grind, Knuck If You Buck, 305 Culture, and Blazing the Path. Also, don't miss our coaching-focused podcast, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, and Bleachers and Boards. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host, Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game, from grassroots to the NBA. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with Ryan and McKay. Um, and let's just get to it. You know, let, let's talk about this, the, the Warriors game. We've t- been talking about it in the first segment, but uh, uh, <laughs> there's a prediction that came out that uh, the Lakers had a 96% chance of winning the fourth quarter. And they lost, obviously, to the Warriors, 115 to 113, with the uh, <laughs> Warriors outscoring the Lakers 34 to 21 in the fourth quarter. So let me get your thoughts, guys. Um, what happened? What went wrong? And and uh, we kind of talked about what went wrong, but um, you know what? What can the Lakers learn from this loss? Uh, I I think you know first up, I mean it, you know it's LeBron, um, but, but when I see LeBron miss a a game winning three, you know, it, it makes me miss Kobe. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wish LeBron was a little bit more clutch, you know, not to say that he's uh completely useless in, in the fourth quarter. He's definitely in the last few years uh been a lot more clutch, but um I wish he would have sealed away the game for us. Uh I, I think whenever the Lakers lose a game though, it's not usually um, any one single thing and that the entirety of that blame definitely doesn't go on LeBron. Um, I, I think there were, there, there were several things that, that went wrong. Um, you look at the Lakers, they had, they very nearly had four players, um, score 20 points or more. Um, and that, I think that, that says something about our defense 
first of all. Um, you look at LeBron James and Anthony Davis shooting numbers. Um, how often do we see them shoot under 40%? Um, either one of them, you know, and to have them both have a rough night shooting, um, I, I think that that can be a major contribution. Um, not, not taking care of the ball like we've talked about. Um, you know, I, I think there, there's a lot of things that, that ended up going wrong. We, the, the frustrating thing about it is that um, a lot of things were going right for most of the game. Um, the first three quarters, a lot of things were going very right, and then it was that last quarter that we let it all slip. Yeah, I, I, uh, I wasn't happy with that that LeBron three. Well, I'm not happy. I just I was like, what the hell? I mean, he's. I was kind of like taken aback when Vogel said that, that LeBron was the best shooter on the team. Like, really? You're talking about the same <laughs> guy who airballs free throws, like, and and averages what like 68 percent from the line or barely 70. Like it, it just he's he's not the guy who should be shooting that shot. I would put that ball in Anthony Davis' hands every single time if it were me. I'd be like, just give it to Davis, get it on the box. I mean, what were they down by two, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't necessarily they didn't need a three. No, they didn't. Get it, in, get it into a guaranteed shot. Like LeBron is arguably the best in the league at getting to the basket, right? Right. Right. Do that, dude. Why the hell are you taking, you know, a three-pointer three feet behind the line with two guys on you? Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. I mean, honestly, I, I I hate it. Like, I mean, I'm kind of an old school guy. Like, I I don't I'm not crazy about the three-point revolution, right? Like, and how everybody thinks they can shoot threes, but um do what works, right? The guy's a friggin' bulldozer. All he has to do is go straight down the lane. And there's a good chance he's going to finish. And if he doesn't, he at least gets to the line. And like I said, he's not the greatest free throw shooter, but I would take that 10 times out of 10 rather than him jacking up a stupid three. Like I just, it just, it baffles me, especially when you got other guys that can shoot the ball so much better than he can. You got Wes Matthews, you got KCP. I can't remember everybody that was on the floor in that play, but, uh, even AD, mm-hmm. I think he's a better three-point shooter than LeBron if he shot it as much as LeBron does, you know? Um, or even just it, get AD on the block. You get it to AD on the block, he makes a move. Good yeah. chance he's going to make it. And if Donnie gets to the line and he's a hell of a free throw shooter, like, just think. Like, don't do these. You're not Steph Curry. You know, you're, not, <laughs> you're not Damian Lillard. You're not these prolific three-point shooters that do it every night and – have proven to do it. Like, just do what's, what you're good at. Don't force it up. That's why I said when Vogel said that he was the best shooter, I was like, oh, my God, here we go. Here we go. LeBron's going to start jacking up shit, like, every night, and it's it's going to bite him in the butt, and it did yesterday. It's funny that you uh, mentioned that because, you know, at least in my mind, um, that kind of shot selection uh, makes me think that LeBron James is – trying to play that hero ball a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think yeah, for sure. a, a large reason why he came to L.A. is probably to solidify his legacy. And, sure. um, you know, the, these legends, if you want to be the GOAT, that's what you do. You know, you hit these. But that's not um, his game. You hit, right. It's, it's, game. it's definitely not his game. And um, I, I don't think that it, it was a very smart shot that – um, a few no. podcasts right. back, we we talked about something similar where LeBron James took uh, a three almost from the logo for you know no no reason it was a stupid stupid, stupid shot but he was trying <laughs> exactly. to play yeah. hero ball and we were so frustrated about it. I think he, um, he wants to be in that conversation so bad yeah. with those other guys like Steph and and Dame and and those guys who could just drain it from anywhere. Absolutely, and he, and he forces no, yeah. it. He forces it, and then he, he has never happened, right? Like then he's just like, well, whatever, you know. Like I mean, I've, I've still got twenty eight points and nine assists or whatever. It's like, no one cares, man. If you don't make the shot, you don't win the game, especially when the ball's put in your hands. You look bad, regardless. I mean, uh, one thing about LeBron that's 
that I've even I was even just talking to my buddy Matt from Lakers Nation um, the other day about it. Uh, Matt Moreno. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and I was like, dude, why does he do this stuff? <laughs> and he does it so frequently. It's like we we noticed like even before he got here that he he did this kind of stuff, right? And now in LA, it's like amplified, you know, because we see it so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I feel like he he's taking way too many jumpers. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if you look at the fourth quarter, the Lakers only took three attempts at the rim. Three. It's terrible. I that mean, is. Who, who do they have down there? Wiseman, <laughs> and 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 an undersized Draymond. They Stop. didn't even have Wiseman on the fourth. He was he was almost fouled out. They sat him out. Right. And they right. had Draymond Green or uh, not Draymond. What's his name? Um, Pascal, guarding the rim like come on i mean there's arguably the best big man in the game exactly right Right. who could do anything on the court so the ball needs to be in his hands right like don't put it in a 36 year old's hands who thinks he can do everything but but he can't (laughs) like he just can't i mean there's just there's so many lebron fanboys out there that just pump him up and i was like man just play within your game the best players the ones that play within their game i mean there's plenty of shots during kobe's career i was like dude what are you doing (laughs) why did you why did you take that on three guys but then there's other shots where you're like holy shit he just made me do that exactly Exactly. yeah (laughs) like but kobe had that kind of confidence right like that just insane confidence where you're just like in his mind he's thinking he's going down every single time but i just don't I don't see that with LeBron. And I, I tell people a lot of times is the free throw shooting really bothers me because that's mm-hmm. one of the easiest things to practice in basketball, right? You're there. You could do it alone if you had to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the repetitive kind of in your mind thing. And then it's funny. He's got a calm commercial, right? About, you know, the the brain being a muscle and how he's training it. And he's really concerned about it. It's like... Dude, maybe you should listen to that on the bench before you go in there to take a free throw. <laughs> like, calm yourself. Like, like center yourself. I, I just don't. If you're in the conversation to be the greatest of all time, you don't need. You you should not be shooting under seventy percent. It just yeah. You. It's a mental thing. It's always been yes. A thing, right. Yeah, you're and you're definitely echoing like all of the frustrations that I've had about LeBron and the Lakers in general. <laughs> like, I I cannot stand their free throw shooting sometimes and dude and, um, and talk about sh- uh, free throw shooting right like truder he was supposed to make that oh yeah he missed yeah. one out of two didn't he i mean he was playing outstanding for the you know throughout the night he had 25 points right a few assists few rebounds but he missed a very critical free throw yeah. with less than two minutes he, left he and that that really really ticked me off like come on yeah I, I mean, the pressure's on in those moments. I, I understand a little bit. And, sure, right, right, um, law, right. Law of averages is going to catch up with you eventually. Um, he shot very well um, from free throw land on the night. So, you know, I, I can't knock him all that much. Exactly, um, right, right. But, no, definitely, like, the the amount of free throws that, that we miss, and, and particularly LeBron is – very frustrating you know he he shot below his average um free throws on the night and uh you know we i i i hear that um nba scouts when they're they're looking at people and their potential um one of the indicators to know if somebody is a particular or has a potential to be a great shooter is to look at their free throws and to look at how consistent they are with their free throws. And that is what is going to eventually transfer or um, it, that, that'll be a good indicator of what their potential is to become in the future in terms of three point shooting um, and, and things like that um, to say that LeBron's the best shooter on the team. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not buying that for even no. a second, maybe the best, the best scorer on the team. You could say that but not the best shooter, not by, 
any means. That's KCP for sure. And you know, he did he did talk about that, right? KCP he owned down that, right? <laughs> yeah, he said that the, the the numbers don't lie. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and he's right. He's averaging like 50, 53%, I think it is. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean I, I, I <laughs> I mean, I wasn't I wasn't overly thrilled that he he didn't take that shot. I I did agree with LeBron in that point when when he got you know during the game he was visibly upset with with KCP for not taking that three when he should have. Um, but uh, I think he you know KCP's been doing really well this year, and I don't want to knock him too much because he's been absolutely phenomenal phenomenal for us. Well, he's uh, he's one of the the guys that. Uh, I mean, he's pretty much gotten crap ever since he got here, right? Like, right, right. That first year where they uh, – I'm trying to remember what happened. I think Detroit declined his option or something, and then the Lakers paid him like $18 million for one yeah. year. Yeah, it was a lot of okay. money. <laughs> something crazy. Everybody's like, what the hell is going on? And he didn't really live up to expectations, but he's only gotten better every year. It's kind of yeah. crazy, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is a perfect example of a guy who doesn't play – outside himself right he doesn't he knows what his game is he's a great shooter and he's a great defender and he just sticks to those two things and he's been great at getting out on the break faster than anybody else right like you see more i mean more often than not lebron's hitting him in stride you know on a break right and and kcp's ahead of everybody already um and he finishes finishes at the rim and he's a good free throw shooter that's that's it that's his game and he doesn't get out of it and he, mm-hmm. and he just, I think he's, he's one of those guys who just figure it out his role and that's it. And in case he's not really a talker, so you're no. not really going to get in depth with that guy. Um, but uh, he's, yeah, he's definitely one of the, the guys that has really impressed me. And I remember on the off season, I was like, dude, he's gone. Like somebody's going to pay him a boatload of money. That would have sucked. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, especially if you look at it now, like, yeah, especially yeah. Yeah, be a big hole. Luckily, luckily, LeBron and and KCP have the same agent, and uh, <laughs> I think that has a lot to do with with them uh, staying in the same place. Yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's funny that you mentioned the agent. There was a, at one point it might have been even. Uh, I, I don't know about yes or you know yesterday's game, but uh, last week where there were five clutch uh, uh, clients uh, in Laker uniform. <laughs> in on the court together the the so that was pretty funny to to see uh finally come to pass <laughs> i got it. it's i'm i guarantee you that agents and teams around the league just hate clutch sports oh i'm sure dude because I, I think the lebron's just he's just so powerful in terms of you know being able to do what he wants to do and control um how a team works you know i mean he did it for so long in cleveland mm-hmm. i don't think he was able to do it in miami and that's might partly be why he left sure. um because pat riley is just you know he's just not about that right he wasn't gonna have it yeah and i think he came here and rob plank is like yeah do whatever the hell you want to do <laughs> like, yeah, you have have the keys yeah like uh <laughs> it's just, as long as i get some credit like go ahead um and it worked i mean it's obviously worked but yeah Look, look, this was only, you know, this was one game out of the season, right? Lakers are still 11 and four. I would have loved, you know, to, to, to beat the Warriors. I always love beating the Warriors just because, you know, of all these, you know, this past decade, it was all about the Heat and the Warriors um, and, and Cleveland, of course. But uh, um, look, this, this isn't going to be like uh, for the Lakers, this isn't going to be the Warriors season 2016 where they won 89% of the games. Now, this, I mean, this is a season where the Lakers are coming off a championship that we just won like, what, three, four months ago? Uh, a shortened offseason, right? Yeah. Uh, with a coaching medical staff that's really trying to, to find the best way to get LeBron and AD, you know, their superstar, especially LeBron, some rest throughout the season. And on top of that, you have a completely new team, despite having several core players back. I, th- I think, you know, things are expected to get rough, right? Um, but I didn't expect, you know, a 20-point lead leading to a loss, <laughs> you know, to the Warriors. You expect the Clippers-type loss. Exactly. Know? Right. 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I didn't expect that. But, you know, we're still number one in in, in, in the league uh, in terms of our um, uh, our uh, the games that we've played. Um, and I think, you know, I think this is a good learning experience for, for the Lakers that, you know, they can't slack off and they can't be what, what, what did the uh, uh, coach Vogel say uh, a little too casual, too hesitant. Uh, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, it, during he these was, games, he was, he was mad. He yeah. was, he was. <laughs> yeah. Cause uh, usually he's very, um, he's one of the nicest coaches I've covered. Uh, uh-huh. He's just so kind of open and you could tell these, he's just kind of got that, the energy, just a good person. You sure. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that yeah. doesn't usually come with a coach. Usually they're very surly and, and guarded. And uh, he's not like that. You know, he's just a nice dude. Um, and he came in and he sat down and he had the worst frown I've ever seen on his face. Oh, he, was no. clearly, he was clearly pissed. And I'm like, Oh man, this is going to be bad. <laughs> And then some somebody asked him about the officiating, and he just said, "I just, I'm not going to say anything about." This. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god, he's he, mad." If he could, I mean, he's one of the smarter ones, right? He's going to avoid getting fined, but sure. He uh, he, <laughs> he he just want he couldn't wait to get out of that chair, and I think he he must have just ripped the team just before oh, that. Man. Uh, and I'm what sure a, they did some ripping in between, like with each other, because it did, like I said, it took 40 minutes to talk. And this Zoom thing is so much easier for them because mm-hmm. you don't have to get dressed in front of us. They don't have to, you know, everything's kind of sped up and easier to do and quick and and you're done. Um, and a lot of them don't even have to talk. It's 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 really it's a really weird season. Uh, it's easier for us too, though, you know, because we can sit back and just wait and be at home. Um, I don't even know why half the guys go to the games because Staples Center's Wi-Fi is so bad. It's been bad is it? <laughs> for 10 years, and the Zoom calls are terrible. They drop out. Mm. It dropped out on LeBron last night. Um, and then we come back, and he's just gone. He just took off. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right, cool, dude. Um, hey, maybe they want their their internet to be terrible so that he can yeah. do things like that. He's like, oh, sorry, my uh, internet dropped out. Sorry, guys. Maybe. Well, because it, it was a Kobe, it was a Kobe question too, and he oh. he kind of got I I don't want to say pissed at the first Kobe question because somebody asked him about you know the the anniversary of his death coming up. Um, oh yeah, and he was really kind of uh, just didn't want to talk about it. You know, and um, right. And somebody else asked him about Kobe. Or nothing. It was Rachel Nichols asked him something about some piece that they're working on and uh, what his take was on this. And then all of a sudden, the, the Zoom call goes out. I'm like, "Ooh, that's that's kind of fishy. That's a little weird." And then it comes back, and he's gone. And like AD talked like two minutes later. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that that was that was a little weird. This whole setup's weird. But uh, last night was. You could cut the tension with a knife for sure. Oh man, man. Yeah. All right, well, you know, um, on to the next one, right? We're gonna. Uh, I kind of, I kind of want to talk about uh, you know this next game against the Bucks. You know, it's a big one, right? Even though it's a regular season game, it's a big one. Um, I want to talk about that in the next segment. So uh, let's let's you know let's take a, la- a last break here, and when we come back, we'll we'll preview that game. So stay tuned, guys, and we'll we'll talk to you guys in a minute. Hey guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree, there isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? 
head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with Ryan and McKay. And on this last, se- this last segment, we'll be previewing the, the Bucks game uh, coming this Thursday. Um, so how do you guys think uh, it-, it will go? Um, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to see us go against a, a good team. Um, knowing the Lakers, uh, especially the way we've been looking the last two years, I, I'm doubtful that we'll lose two games in a row. Um, I think mm-hmm. we're going to come out refocused. Um, if there's any kind of silver lining in the Golden State game, I think it's that that will come. We should come out refocused and ready to play. Um, the Bucks actually also lost last night to okay. the Nets, and also mm-hmm. by two points. Um, I I think the the Bucks are definitely a good team. Um, I think, in my mind at least, they have been overhyped for what they are. Um, obviously they've been the number one team in the East, um, for the last like two seasons or whatever. And I think they're, they're second right now. Um, and you know, not, they, they've got a great squad. They've got great players. Um, they're looking a little bit different this year than they were last year as well. They picked up drew holiday. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, I, I'm excited for it. Um, but I, I don't think they're, they're our top competitor in terms of uh, what the East is looking like. Um, James Harden, Ke- Kevin Durant, and the Nets took care of business last night without Kyrie um, and, and showed what kind of threat they can be, even with Jonas, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton all going off last night. Um, so... The Nets are scary good. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the Nets are scary. I mean, I know this segment's not about the Nets, but I felt like they, had, they about needed the a, a, a <laughs> special <kidding>. little <laughs> shout-out. Right, exactly. Um, but, you know, I I think uh, the Bucks are definitely going to be a beatable team. Um, right. I'm sure it'll be a, a hard-fought game and uh, not an easy one, but um, I think this Lakers squad is, is up for the task. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I've been looking forward to this Bucks game for a while. And I think it's once the Lakers just started destroying teams, and you saw what they were, or what they're, you know, what you you thought they were going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, let's see a contender. You know, let's see somebody who's supposed to be, you know, sure. there. And it's all said and done. You know, in the end, uh, in the finals. Um, but I will agree. I mean, the, the Bucks are a strange team to me because I think I I love watching Giannis. I, I honestly. Sure. Right, right. He gets it all locked in and he is the best player in the league. That's that's what I think. I think he's just he's just good. he's just so damn good. He I mean, but he's got the same thing with LeBron at the free throw line and da da da. But um the Bucks, I don't know if they have enough firepower now to really deal with the Lakers or the Nets, right? Like I think uh it's just Giannis and it falls off kind of considerably out there. I like the Drew yeah. Holiday thing. Um and if they got what was his name Bogdan Bogdanovich? It, oh my gosh! Yeah, if they had him. Maybe <laughs> they'd be a little bit better, but I, I don't know if they would really move the needle that much. Um, but after seeing what the Nets were doing and how James Harden and Durant are already on the same page, which trips me out. But then again, you know they played together for a while in OKC, right? Right, right. Uh, if Kyrie comes in there and those three all click, that is going to be the scariest team in the East, at least. I still think no one's beating the Lakers. I think the only, I think the only team to beat the Lakers is the Lakers themselves. You know? Right, right, right. I think they're just they're too damn good. They're too damn deep. Uh, and when they play at the top or the, to the best of their ability, I just really can't see another team co- competing with them in a seven game series. I just can't. Right. But then again. I mean, you just never know. Playoffs changes everything. Injuries, the way all this COVID has has kind of ripped through the league the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 
you just don't know. You know, you just don't know. So, but this game will be somewhat, I say, somewhat of a, me- a measuring stick for the Lakers. Like, say they come in and they beat them by 20. Right. Uh, no, no one's even going to remember this Golden State game. Sure. Um, right. Even if they beat them by five or, you know, one, one basket, I still don't think anybody's going to remember the Golden State game. It's just going to be one of those things. Um, they, they, they just got tripped up a little bit. I will say it's a bit concerning that they don't play well at home. Uh, <laughs> I don't really understand that. Um, I know the guys were trying to explain it. Like AD said something last night. I might even write an editorial on it. Um, but it is weird. And I think it's, it might be because of a somewhat controlled environment when you do travel, right? Like you're, you're stuck in a hotel, you're, you're very, you're, your day's structured, right? Like you're not doing anything. You can't really go anywhere, especially right. COVID. And, and when you're at home, you know, you think about going home, sleeping in your own bed, doing whatever. Like even last night when, when LeBron took forever to talk and he sits down and he's talking to his friends on the phone and he didn't realize that the microphone was on (laughs) and it sounded like he was talking about meeting up with them after the game. And I'm like, um, I don't think you should be doing that. Right. (laughs) And then uh, one of the PR people said like, Hey, LeBron, we can hear you. And he's like, Oh, okay. And then he ended that conversation. (laughs) I got caught. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm like, it's stuff like that, right? Like you got the at home distractions and right. And I mean, everybody's stir crazy right now. You know, everybody wants to go out and do something. Exactly. Right. Look forward to something and, and, and not be stuck at home. Um, and it's easier to do that in your home city, I guess. But, um, Maybe that's got something to do with it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 pretty interesting that you um right, you put it that way. I mean, I I'm sure that there's a lot of distractions at home and maybe you are a little bit more focused uh when you have more of a a regimen when you're when you're playing away, right? Mm-hmm. Um I mean, with the Bucks game, I think it's going to be an interesting matchup. I mean, the Bucks right now have the number one offensive rating in the league. You know, despite their loss against the Nets. Um and they're number two in 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 in, in net rating. Um, the Lakers have the number one defense uh, in the league right now, with the fifth best offense. And in fact, they're the only team in the top five of the defensive rating and and, and offensive rating. Um, and they're also the number one team in the NBA right now. Uh, in the game itself, I want to see. A lot of um, just for me, a lot of AD versus Giannis matchups. Yeah, <laughs> just to see how that plays out. I kind of want to see some one-on-one ISOs, right? <laughs> yeah, I bet there's some animosity there, like with him not, you know, getting Defensive Player of the Year. Right, and, right. And then with know. LeBron, right? He, he missed out on the MV, MVP award, right? I want mm-hmm. LeBron to go out there. I mean, right now, he, I think there's several MVP projections right now that have him as favorite to win. I want him to go out there full throttle and completely pummel the the Bucks, right? I, I don't see like a 40-point triple-double or anything like that. I mean, he's averaging like 23.7 rebounds, 7 assists. So I'm, I'm thinking more like around that line or, or even more, maybe, you know, 30 points. But I just want him to go out there, do his thing, and and, uh, and show... Giannis and the Bucks that you know we're we're the champions here. We're we're gonna be we 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 decide, you know, um we decide where, where you guys are in in this sort of hierarchy of 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 uh who the best you know title contenders out there are. Yeah. You know just just thinking about that just now, I I kind of was uh thinking about the, the two teams and kind of the Nets too, maybe the league could be kind of tilting toward um, having two players that are, there's no, there's no drop off, right? Like, so it's like LeBron and AD, even though I think AD's a, a little bit better right now, just because age and versatility and all that stuff, sure. there's still one can definitely fill in for the other if if he's having a poor night right like they both can kind of level each other off Mm -hmm. um 
I think the same can go, go for the Nets now, right? Like KD, KD say he's having an off night. You got Harden. Right. And, and if he's having an off night, you got Kyrie. I mean, it's, you got these guys are on such a high level. But with the Milwaukee, you don't have that. You got Giannis. And then what? You have to hope that Chris Middleton hits like 10 threes. Like, right, right, right. That's, that's, that's not dependable, man. That's not sustainable either. Like basically take, take Giannis out of the game and you win. I think, I think that's, that's a pretty simple game plan, right? You just shut down Giannis and force everyone else to beat you. Mm-hmm. So, so what you're saying is we need to get Zaza Pachulia in there to undercut Giannis. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think if, if we treat it like a, a grudge match tomorrow, um, get it like, like it should be, um, like you said, John is stealing that MVP and the defensive player, player of the year from AD and LeBron. Uh, I, I think we'll do good. We need to play with, with urgency. We need to play um, like we've been playing. And I, I think we'll, we'll be fine. One, another thing, too, is I think there's on top of that, LeBron got a lot of shit today. I mean, there was a tweet that I sent out last night, the video of him talking about the traveling call, right? And mm-hmm. I made sure to edit it to where it was the whole question and the whole answer and how LeBron even like laughed at the question in the beginning. Um, I have been getting uh, or, or replies and mentions all day <laughs> ever since I tweeted it last night all day and they're exactly the same response every time just calling lebron a baby and like why is he not taking accountability so it's it's like he's universally being bashed right now and that usually doesn't happen for him usually it's like 50 50 or he's got a little bit more fans helping him out that not last night last night was the first time in a long time that i've seen that people just piled on him for that so that's another thing he's and even though they, they say they don't look at Twitter and all that stuff, that's that's bull. That's so such bull. These guys are on their phones like 23 hours out of 24. You know, like they 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 don't put that thing down. So he's seeing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And people are probably sending him stuff constantly. So that could be another thing. It could be, it could be a LeBron 40 point triple double tomorrow. It could I, be. I, I right. wouldn't be shocked. I really wouldn't. But I, I feel like, you know, I think I think. The Lakers are are under pressure to to beat the the, the Bucks, right? Uh, yeah. They're they're you know they don't want to lose two in a row, right? And um, they have everything to lose tomorrow, right? Or Thursday, right? Right. Um, the Bucks don't like it. if they lose. It's just like well, you know whenever you know we got more building to do, blah blah blah. But when the Lakers lose, it's like it's all, especially just two games in a row, which like you guys have said that uh, they've been preaching they don't want to lose two games in a row. Um, it's it, it's like, okay, well, what's going on? You know, like that's when everybody starts buzzing, like what's going on? Is, is this really working? Are these Is this team as good as we thought? You'll see Skip Bayless say something ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, Skip or <laughs> Stephen A or, you know. It's just it, that's where it starts churning. And then that's – I think that's why they don't want to lose two in a row. Because they know that's how the media cycle happens now, right? Mm. It just What's going on in Lakerland? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it, they love it. They eat it up. You know, it's, it's like when the Cowboys suck. It's yeah. like that's all you hear about is Cowboys in the NFL, even if they're not even in the in the picture. You know, like like this year. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's they they've got a lot to lose, um, and then it's the start of a tough seven game road trip i mean yes. i think they play philly they play mm-hmm. boston i think uh i mean i don't know if we'll play boston but or philly because with all the the covid that's oh going yeah over there right. yeah so this could be the first time that one of the laker games gets postponed right yeah. right it could be during this stretch because they mean they've been able to avoid it somehow yeah they have been right just gotten lucky and like I, I and it just never seems like it's touching the Lakers in any any shape or form. I mean, it's all these what the Wizards got hit, Boston mm-hmm. got hit, Philly got hit. Philly. Mm-hmm. It's all mm-hmm. been East Coast guys or right. East Coast teams, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part. I think was it Portland got it? 
Was it Portland? I don't know. I don't know for sure. Hmm. But well, I mean, it'll be interesting. I think. I think. Uh, I know. I'm excited to see this Bucks game. Um, I hope we win. I think we will win if if we're f- focused, like McKay said earlier. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys have any final thoughts here, but uh, uh, before before we end the pod, practice your free throws, LeBron, <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, learn to dribble. Yeah. Practice your footwork. <laughs> Do not travel. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude. All right, we'll see. We'll see if it's going to be a Lakers versus refs game on Thursday. I hope not. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that does it for today. Um, uh, Ryan, do you do you want to put a plug in on where they can find you here? And I know everyone knows you, but uh, there might be some listeners out there that uh, that don't. Uh, you could find my stuff at uh, LakersDaily.com. Um, it's part of the... Uh, and fired network. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> My <laughs> boss always gives me crap, and I, I always don't know if I'm saying it right. But um, uh, then my handle is the same on every network. It's at Ryan Ward LA. So that's uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube. I mean, it's literally everything. Um, so yeah, that's where you where you can find me. All right. Sounds good. All right. Hey, Ryan, thanks for, for joining the show and, and, and uh, providing your two cents on, on the, the Warriors game and the Bucks game. No problem. Anytime, guys. Yeah, you're, you're welcome to come back, of course. Um, all right, guys. Uh, that does it. Uh, guys, make sure you to follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod. Uh, subscribe and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. And follow us wherever else you listen to your podcast. We'd appreciate the follow and all the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. We're also on Instagram at Lakers Daily Scoop. Um, Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Games in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The light's out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.